Where's that? So- Sims! There you go. Oh, damn it! Now, now! Now, now! Yo, 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 yo! What up, what up? Good morning, good morning. G. M. Tuesday, December 19th, 2023. Look at that. Another beautiful day to have a beautiful day. I got my co-host in the house, OSF Mando. How y'all feeling today? Feel uh feel good, GM guys. God, you sound yeah. so good with the mic so close to your mouth. Mando, you feeling better? How's how's that how's that how's that flu going? I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. <laughs> I think your internet's not doing good today. Oh really? Ooh, you're okay. But you do look better. Like you're less pale than yesterday. Yesterday you were pale as fuck on the show. Yeah, I did not feel good yesterday. <laughs> Is my internet bad? That's yeah, not regular. Like, uh, it's it's okay though. It, you were buggy for a, you were talking about moving for a second. It's the internet, but you're fine now. Uh, you're definitely fine. Oh shit! The inflatable. I'm so sorry, BLA. Hold on. Hold on. What? Oh, he's down. He's down. He's down. The bull what happened. He lost the ball. Bear market, oh, guys. I hit my fucking knee. Oh. So I hurt my knee. Time to sell. Time to sell. Pack it up, guys. Man down, man down. Hold on, I forgot about the ball. One second. Let's call it. Let's call it a day, boys. Sell and enjoy Christmas. Selling all the way. Oh, we're not getting away with today's show, motherfucker. I'm seeing big red candles, big red wicks. Yeah. Oh god. I'm actually genuinely seeing big red wicks. <laughs> all my all my coins are down. We're still back. Hold on. Hold on. Sorry, guys. We forgot about the bull. You see my pants, though? Fire, huh? Nice. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. Okay, now we're back. Sorry, guys. I I, I apologize to the audience for not having the bull ready before the show. What What a terrible mistake. What a, sorry guys, everybody, if you're on Twitter spaces or X spaces, make sure you come to YouTube. We stream live every day. Rose, why am I, why am I out of breath? Um, also, <laughs> we're streaming live on, on X video so you can see my, our beautiful, our beautiful inflatable. We don't have an infrared yet, but it's just going to be inflatable, you know? Let me fix his horn real quick. There we go. Okay. So anyways, so we're back. We're so back. I'm going to make sure that I have the bull ready now before every show. It's just that. Makes an annoying sound of ventilation, so when I'm working, drives me fucking nuts. But uh, but, but when I'm hosting, I don't hear it, so we're good. Anyways, all right, shout out to BLA for that. Anyways, <laughs> okay, everybody's feeling better. We're back, almost back. My cables are still stuck in Toronto. Shout out to USPS. Hopefully, they make it back one day so I can get back to using my bone for camera, but we find a cord for the webcam today. So we're almost back. I would say now we are at like 95% capacity back, but anyways, Today on the show, today, today, let me see what we got uh, for you all here. Market report, updates, and moves. Dogcoin meta. 
God damn it. Doc Romero, that's crazy. I mean, bonk, now dog with hat and a bunch of stuff, you know, popping across all, honestly, all, all chains. Uh, and it's it's dogs again. Uh, you know, all dogs go to heaven. Gaming, uh, gaming, gaming, gaming. I mean, all gaming topics, almost like our producer is a gamer, uh, you know, uh, looking at the topics that I see today. Gaming topic number one, Aurori suffers $830,000 exploit. That's a lot of freaking exploits now. Um, gaming topic number two, <laughs> improbable, and that was actually a pretty big deal yesterday. Sold, um, obviously, probably didn't happen yesterday, but yesterday was the news. A venture for $97 million, right? Uh, so uh, you love to see that. I saw uh, Herman Narula go up, hop on a space, I think, yesterday. Forgot, I think it was Thread Guys or something. Uh, and then gaming last topic is Azuki to build in-house gaming team. So it looks like they're going towards gaming, but I think we saw some leak of that because of like a LinkedIn like job position that was made available for gaming something back then but anyways a lot of gaming all around the space who could have thought or who could have seen that coming you know it's uh clearly everybody's going around that and then today's partner of the show is nifty island you've seen a bunch of tweets about them yesterday uh but uh they're coming on today to talk about what they've got going on met the team in miami at the our house great people they built something really cool also that they showed me the video with our pfps the cory van lewa radio pfps like in their world or whatnot so thought that was fun um, and, uh, so they'll be joining us and as usual. This show is powered by Ledger. Uh, you all know about Ledger. Uh, don't need to say more than that. And with that, why don't we get this party started? Um, let's play the game of who do I go to first get based on the, the jingles. Hmm. Who looks less ready to chat right now? Let's see it. Daily market report <laughs> brought to you by rug radio. Oh, wait, no. Joseph, what's the word? <laughs> you forgot the jingles. You've been so long. Yeah, I know. This I, I have to say, I, for, for a moment, I thought I put the wrong press, the wrong button, but I pressed the right button. Ovi, talk to me about this market. Yesterday, we seemed to see some sort of bounce. Like something's going on. Yeah, yeah. Like I woke up yesterday, and crypto looked pretty grim. Like I think we were testing forty-one k on Bitcoin, like twenty-one hundred or something like that on on the ETH, um, and altcoins were down a lot as well. Uh, but we saw a pretty strong and healthy bounce after that. Like th that dip got bought very aggressively, and it seems like it's Bitcoin again that's leading the market a little bit here. I would say like Bitcoin dominance right now is up to fifty three point six percent. So um, we're up a decent amount from the lows of Bitcoin dominance. ETH BTC is at zero point zero five one. So we're like back to the lows there. I think on ETH BTC, ETH is really really lagging once again. Um, and if we look at like I keep looking at Solana. Avalanche and uh, Injective is like the three big L1s that seem to have the strongest narratives right now. And they're basically all very close to their year-to-date highs again. We're at Solana's at 75, Avalanche at 40. Injective is through year-to-date highs. We're at, I think, 37 or 38 now. So um, we had like a very small blip and then we're back. But it does seem like those three and maybe a handful of other L1s that are leading the charge and Bitcoin and ETH is just kind of stuck behind. Um, I think, I don't know, like we have, what do we have now? Like 26, 25 days until the 10th of January. Um, I just don't think we're going to see a meaningful pullback until then. Um, and if we do get a pullback, I think it's a buy. I, I still personally feel and believe that we're going to see a rally for the next two weeks into the ETF decision. Um, there were some more amendments made yesterday by BlackRock to, um, to their S1, which was actually an amendment that the SEC required and requested and something they were debating. So it seems to be that that's going along pretty smoothly and likely to be approved on 10th of Jan. So my, my hunch is that we keep rallying until the end of the year 
and probably into the announcement. I still feel like we probably sell off on the announcement. Um, I think it's going to be sell the news, but I'm 50-50 on that. I'm not really sure. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be sell the news, but I think you're going to buy that dip. Um, and then I think we, after that, I don't know, we'll see. But I just find it hard to believe that in the last two weeks of the year, when we know that's a big catalyst and we know people have a higher propensity to get involved in crypto because they're seeing family and stuff and seeing friends and everyone's talking about it and people have more spare time, they're not at work. Um, you know, you have more holidays to actually dabble in this stuff. I think, and I'm definitely, I'm, everyone's the same. I'm definitely getting so many texts from like all my old TradFi colleagues, like all my are normal you? friends are getting, oh, yeah, all my normal friends are getting back, back involved. Like all my old, them? are they buying? Yeah, pe- pe- people, are, people are buying and asking questions. And even like my old bull market chats of like 2021 are like now active once again. Like, yeah, who thought were like, in it for the like culture and tech come back two years later you realize that some of your friends were just fucking tourists yeah <laughs> well you just you just tell your friends like, like i made this on i made this much on this coin and they're like oh my god like i need to get back involved and then and people are so i think my hunch is we keep rallying until the end of the year i don't know how i don't know how, by how much but i think we do and then the new year is going to be a new thing and we'll see how that goes um but i think macro looks good as well you know like macro i think also keeps rallying to the end of the year and i think um we don't really have a ton of data left this year. Yeah, when's our next data points? We have PCE on the 22nd of December. So we have that this week, um, which is it's an inflation measure. It's actually the one that the Fed um, uses as its like main... The biggest um, PC of the year, right? It's the biggest, <laughs> biggest PC of, of, of your career. Um, <laughs> but um, that's not usually like a big vol event. And then we'll have payrolls in the first week of Jan. But like... You know, macro could keep rallying and interest rates, don't forget, they've had a big rally and we do have rate cuts next year. And I personally don't believe that the macro stuff is priced into crypto. And I think we've just had this breakdown in correlation between macro and crypto this year and everyone's focused on ETF and everyone's focused on Solana tech or whatever and like all the all ones. But I, I I don't believe rate cuts are priced into crypto right now. And I think as and when they happen, crypto will go a lot, lot higher. I really do believe that. So um, that I think is an, another tailwind, but it will probably take longer to play out because it doesn't just happen straight away. It happens over time as people allocate assets and then look to chase um, aggressive returns in, in other asset classes, which I think is what's going to happen in crypto next year. If stocks break through all-time highs, which they will, they're very close to, and um, uh, and we see a big rally in interest rates. Gotcha. All right. That's a, that's a good, uh, that's a good roundup. Uh, that's a good roundup. I mean, Mando, I want to go to you quickly, but I saw this tweet, uh, this morning by Danny, um, our beloved seed phrase here, who actually Spunk was ex- uh, ex- exhibiting at the, at the house was sick, but he said, put something out. I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this. He goes, I'm thinking, I'm thinking Christmas will be the blow off top for the near term. Uh, Bitcoin ETF in January will be the dead cap bounce slash bull trap. And then late spring, uh, bull market resumes, leading to bubbling ATHs, so all-time highs, fueled by institutional investment, which finally pops Q1 2025. Um, God, are we going to sleep 24, 25? I, had, I could barely sleep last night, guys. I woke up. Dude, I, I dreamed of dog coins yesterday, last night. I woke up at 4 in the morning. The fucking nice. heart on. And I was like, dude, what's going on? I'm just kidding. But I, I was dreaming of dog coins. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, and then all this, I had trouble sleeping already, but what do you, what do you think of, uh, of Danny's take here? That was interesting. I think it's really tough. To- oh no. Dude, I, oh, no. 
Go I'm not on. making this up. It, but it's the it's the crackling this time. Streamyard does not like you, man. Though Streamyard hates you. It's not even your no. fault. I'll be back. I'll be back. Let me, let me see. Yeah, you'll be back. You'll be back. For the moment, though, there's a bunch of people on the stream on YouTube. I want to see those comments. I want to see. I want to see y'all subscribing to the channel. This is your morning show, FOMO Hour, episode 26 on Rock Radio, with your boys OSF, Farouk, and Mando. Uh, see, all our acronyms work like Farouk, OSF, Mando, F O M, and and others. When we have guests, get it? FOMO. Huh? Uh, where's my little uh, little rim shot? Anyways, so <laughs> you know, I had to had to plug it while we were waiting for Mando. I do have elevator music now too, though. I need to just save it on my um. Yeah, you need to get my, that going. I need to That'll save it good. on the board. I used to have everything on the road. But Mando, what do you what do you make of this take? How is it now? It's perfect. Okay. Um, I think it's really difficult to work out too much in advance mm. what's going to happen. I um, I think that the move from TradFind to crypto is going to be a slow burner. I think it's going to be, I think the volumes on day one of ETF will disappoint, but they probably won't disappoint on like day 600. So I think it's going to be a bit, bit of a slow burner. I would say that we've had a center rally here. So we've had seven, I think, straight weeks of stocks being higher. We were on for nine straight weeks of Bitcoin being higher, and I think we stopped out on Sunday. Um, and you've started to see all these meme coins, all these L1s, all these altcoins all run. This has been a proper, proper Santa rally. Yeah. Um, so, and that, crypto's a bit like that. It's a bit reflexive. That draws in more capital. There's no doubt about it. Like, you are getting calls from people um, to say, you know, oh, what should I be looking at? Like, that's a good sign things could keep going and it doesn't we haven't yet seen close to the number of search trends or app downloads that you would see like peak peak bull this feels early bull but it does feel like we've moved a lot so i wouldn't be surprised if we saw a little bit of a retracement um <laughs> that being said i think what danny is saying is it's not necessarily um i know i think that's kind of consensus i think most people yeah. are expecting some form of a sell-off after the after the ETF gets announced, um, and then we consolidate and push higher. Like that's generally what everyone's playbook is, and yeah. I think that's that's the one thing I don't love about that. I think it's it's pretty consensus what that move will be. So it may be a shallower move lower. It yeah. may be bigger than we all think. Like I just don't think it will happen just exactly as oh some nice dip which takes a month or two to consolidate and then we all move higher. Like that's it feels a bit too consensus. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, in, in um, other ETF news, I don't know if you saw the the tickers, right? <laughs> ticker huddle for Van Eck, and what's the other ticker? It was um ah, oh, it was uh there was ticker huddle and ticker Wagme WGMI for um for I think it was Arc, I'm not sure, but I think Arc one of the other ones was WGMI, and then one of the other tickers was uh was huddle, which are great, uh and then Bitwise I shared that yesterday on my on my timeline yet. But obviously, you know, going to share decrypt, uh, the decrypt uh, articles when we can on the show. But Bitwise Asset Management launched a, an ad yesterday with the most interesting man in the world. I'm trying to find it for y'all here. I guess I'll just go directly to the video. I thought I thought that one was great. I, I mean, I absolutely loved uh, this one. Hold on. I can't find. How do you go to your profile? Sorry. I can't use Twitter this morning or X for the matter. But I thought I thought this ad was great. I don't know if you saw it. You know what's interesting these days? Bitcoin. <laughs> Look for Bitwise, my friends. Man, 
I don't know. I am. This stuff, Kevin stuff makes me so bullish. Between the tickers that these people are coming up with, the advertisements they're putting out and everything, um, I think we're going to be in for a solid 2024, lads. It's going to be fun. But anyways, I think... Um, I think this is a good uh this is a good call. I found our calls from the more from the from December first, so uh we're we're not too uh, too far off uh, thus far. Uh, we're getting there. So just as a reminder, I was I'm definitely far on Bitcoin, so I'm 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 out of the game for Bitcoin for sure. Uh, 40k Bitcoin for me, it was 2,500 ETH and 85 Soul, so I'm still in the game for those two. Mando had it at 42 Bitcoin, 2,150 ETH and 80 Soul. Unless that was Ovi, but I think it was Mando. And then Ovi or Mando had 41, 22, 50, and 90. So uh, we're still, you know, we're still in the game. But it looks like Bitcoin is really, um, really yeah. doing really well um, here. Anyways, so I think that's uh, I think that's a good roundup market rise, right? Unless I missed anything. Um, but um, usually when you guys, you know, talk Bitcoin dominance, I mean, it's still quite up at 53.72. ETH Bitcoin is still down quite a bit uh, and whatnot. Um, you know, ETH is dying. Um, apparently it's an, it's a side chain for Bitcoin, Sobe, uh, thread guys hosting, uh, spaces called I quit ETH. So, uh, I think, uh, I think there's a, a few legs up, um, to go here, uh, for everybody. Anyways, uh, the other news, uh, which is also on the, um, on the market side is, uh, is the dog coins. <laughs> Sims, Sims put that as a, as a second topic today. But you have Bonk that went to, I think we were sharing it yesterday on the on the show, or was it Friday? I forgot, but we're looking at the chart. It went to about $2 billion market cap. And now you have another dog um, that, that that took Solana by its form uh, with a hat that does a 2,000x in like a week. Um, is this dog coin meta back? Like, are we going to see those ship and just all dogs pump across all chains or what? Like, what's what's happening right now? Like, it's, it looks like a flashback from 21. It seems specific to Solana, like, and maybe like there's some meme coins on other chains, like AVAX and Injective that are doing okay. But that like, it's like yes, Dog Coins are doing well, but it's like Dog Coins on Solana, like Doge has barely moved, Shiv has barely moved. We saw Bonk rise to wherever it went to, like two billion dollar market cap or whatever, um, and get listed on Coinbase and and Binance. And when something like that happens, just like when Pepe had its ascent. Um, you know, back in April, you do see other coins surface and, and other coins do very well. And whether they're derivatives, whether they're, they're their own thing, it does create this dynamic for people who feel like they missed out on that and want to buy something similar and, and do well. So I think that's what we're seeing right now. Like you're seeing a handful of other coins on Solana that are kind of like related to Bonk and probably have the same people who were in Bonk buying it. And then some new people who missed out on Bonk getting involved um and now that's creating like this great big dog season on on solana and um it's there's wild. always a theme there's always a theme to these things right like there's always a, a, you know there, there's a theme to the pepe stuff they're all kind of like similarish memes from similar communities and i think that's what we're seeing right now and obviously the you know the one that's taking the headlines in the last few days is is dog with hat um which i think is up something like five or 6x in the last three days or four days and a lot more than that um in the last two weeks and it's very natural to see that you see like oh bonk's done really well like what's the next bonk and if you get enough people to congregate around a coin with that in mind and like or like this is doge like what's the ship to this doge yeah. um then it can take off and i think um you know obviously ansem has been 
been tweeting about this. <laughs> yeah, that's just going hard, dude. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's had he's had a good call on Solana. He's he had a good call on Unibot before that, and he's had a good call on Bonk. Fred, so people are kind of like listening to listen to him now, and he's now talking about um about Doc of Hat. And I saw he, I mean, a few de- five days ago, he tweeted, "This is going to be the next." Or it like I found the next hundred million like dog. Um, I think he was something like pals. the ship to the bonk or something. Like I know the tweet. Yeah, he, well, he, tweet, he tweeted. He tweeted. I found the next hundred million meme cult on Solana, and we're obviously at two hundred million now, or one eighty, and now and then he retweeted that and said I found the next billion dollar meme cult. But I think um, people are definitely watching what he's tweeting and following him because he's had a good call on a, on a few different things and he's been bullish on Solana for to his credit for 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 a good few months when not many other people were so um so yeah that's what we're seeing right now and i don't know like I, you have to be careful with the stuff you know like i think the the mistake people make and i'm already seeing people make this mistake is like oh have you seen like this coin or this coin or this coin and they're just random coins on Solana with that are like at one or two million dollar market cap and i'm just like i've been in that i've seen that I've been in that position before where you just like start aping every single shit coin and then you realize they all go to zero very fast because surely not... that's the next hundred X, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like everyone's saying this stuff because people are trying to chase the next thing and maybe it does happen, maybe it doesn't, but I think like the risk is extremely, extremely high on that stuff. And um you could only really play on it with with small capital, whereas like Agreed. with some of the other stuff you can put in bigger capital, I think, knowing that they're a bit more established. But um and then the, you know the trade becomes like is this thing going to get listed um you know can we is it going ha- to have another pump into like a coinbase listing or a binance listing that's always what people talk about that's what you saw with bonk and the question is can you see it happen with other stuff um but one thing i would say about solana meme coins compared to eth meme coins there's two things that have come about because transaction fees are so low transaction fees are like tiny they're basically zero and i've been dabbling in solana stuff and i'm just like wow like this is pretty mental have you become yeah, a like, full-blown manlet i saw your tweet this morning i you're, I'm, you're farming I'm pretty much even too you're not just farming I'm, the tokens yeah i'm pretty pretty much a f- full-on manlet right now but um <laughs> but it's the, funny because we're short so yeah, exactly i actually am a manlet but <laughs> um the two the two things that um that result out of low transaction fees is first people can trade it very actively you can like make five percent and take profits and then bid back five percent and just trade it around you couldn't do that on eth because you it was so expensive to um to trade on 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 chain and the second thing is well as a result that means you can actually get way more holders like it's so much easier for people to like come in and buy without those um transaction fees you can literally buy like five dollars of a token and be involved whereas you couldn't do that on eth because your gas would cost more than five dollars um and then so you have like much more holders and as a result you have like much more volumes on this stuff because um people are able to trade more actively than they were on on chain for eth so that's quite a big thing and that's why i think like it was so easy for bonk to get listed because it was just doing like a ton of volumes and then sexes are like oh yeah we have you know we're gonna list this and that's what you're seeing right now with like dog with dog with hat it's like it's whiff is doing like um more on chain volumes than um bonk is because probably most of most of the bonk volumes now on sexes but it's doing like a ton of volume like way more than like any other eth meme coin and it's like the it was like the second coin on solana whatever it was like yesterday yeah. I, I saw some crazy stat but it's just because, because it's so easy for people to get involved buy five bucks of it whatever and or even just trade around like a few grand here and there and, and like trade volumes and plus like remember like jupiter 
has officially announced it's going to do and an airdrop, I believe. For that ecosystem. Yeah, and you've already had the first round of airdrop. you've had a first round of the airdrop, and there's I think there's three more rounds. So people are also incentivized to trade the stuff around to harvest the airdrop. So mm. um, you know, there's a few different things that Solana coins have going for them that ETH coins don't, and not because ETH sucks, but because you can't ignore the difference in transaction costs and you can't ignore the fact that like Solana is at a different point of this life cycle compared to ETH as we discussed yesterday. So um, that's what we're seeing right now. And I think you have to be, again, I think you just have to be careful. It doesn't mean just like ape anything and everything. No. I do think we'll have other stuff that will do really well. I do think there are, there's maybe more juice in some of the other trades and, you know, we've been dabbling in all the stuff um, as well, but just like be, we got to be like cautious and you got to understand when to take profits and when to buy stuff and, um, et cetera, et cetera. But I think it's exciting. Like, it feels like it's fun to actually trade and stuff that's moving and, you know, you can make money on when you've just been stuck on ETH for such a long time and, you know, nothing's really been going on. Like you just, I'm, I have been an ETH maxi, but you can't ignore where the activity is. And, um, as soon as I like bridged to Solana and started doing the stuff, it's just been like, I'm like, shit, there's so much going on here and there's so much to do. And there's a lot of money to be made, to be honest with you. Yeah. No, that makes sense. I mean, Mando, you you made a good point earlier about um, about holder count and just to be careful, right? Because like, there's obviously like a lot of uh, a lot of uh, <clears throat> uh, you know bullish narratives and stuff. But like, you know, just to be wary of 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 aping something that's already gone up. How many percent? It's probably. Oh, you're muted. Are you muted? Yeah. Oh yeah, you are. There you go. Are you muted again? Now you're good. No, no, no you. GM, are you able to hear me or not? Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, I think it's up two thousand in the last month. Um, okay, well. <laughs> uh, something like, or even twenty thousand. Like it, it, it was doing nothing for a long time, and then got picked up by a few different people. So it's difficult yeah. to look at, like how, how, um, what you look at that from a percentage standpoint. Uh, it's definitely picked up over the last week. I think you started to hear some stories about people being like, oh, I made like a hundred grand. How How is this possible? And then by about Wednesday or Thursday last week, it, you know, a lot of people heard about it. And then yeah. suddenly it's done a, a full, uh, kind of a 6X, I would guess, since then. Um, well, but I, I, I think we, we're kind of coming on the show and saying the same thing each day. Like, if you're going to be a long-term holder, ETH is going to be good. If you want to be degening right now, it's very, very clear that that's not where the majority of the trade is happening. There's been a couple of meme meme coins and a couple of NFTs in the gaming space which have done well. Um, obviously, PyGs has kind of led the way from the blue chips. But it does feel as though it's just a fact that people are, are now um, on, on different chains. There was, there was um, yeah, I think Solana, you saw, you've seen Injective, you've seen... I also think that's a very dangerous game. Like, we're going from chain to chain to chain. Yeah, it is very dangerous. Yesterday, Injective has, I think, 10 million TVL right now. Um, be very, very wary and buying a meme coin, which is, you know, the 3X, the, the actual TVL of Injective. Um, and I think you're going to see that with a, a bunch of other chains. I do think that if I take a step back, the ones which I can imagine DGen activity continuing pretty strongly is Avalanche and Solana, just because they have huge TVL behind them. And so people will run them run them up, um, and it's relatively easy to do. That's much more difficult on some of the other chains. I think you saw the SEI blockchain, SEI, pump today. Yeah. People are looking at 
all the different sub coins there. Like that's a, again a chain with very very little going on. It's more if you like that that coin, I think just buy the actual coin itself. Injective itself is up two x over the last month. It's a three billion dollar market cap. It could very easily go to a hundred. It go to ten billion. I think, but it still needs to build out an ecosystem. That's the same for a few of these old, old L1s. So I think be wary buying into that narrative on a on a chain which doesn't have decent TVL behind it. The reason why I'm so bullish on on um, Solana and, and Ordinals, and I can understand why people are bullish on AVAX, is just because there's just so much capital behind them. You know, like there is billions and billions behind Ordinals right now trying to make it work from yeah. an investment point and from just the bitcoin tbl um although it doesn't really work from a tbl standpoint but just from the bitcoin maxis they realize it needs to work for that to happen mm -hmm. and then solana you're just seeing as obi said it's not just tbl you're just seeing massive volumes go through so as we spoke about yesterday the volumes is equal to the tbl each day going through on dexes that's crazy and the reason for that is because people want to provide liquidity because of airdrops for the main dexes for the main nft exchanges for the main so that, that whole ecosystem is getting, you know, it's getting its blur airdrop essentially for everything that you're doing. So people are going on there and they just want to do stuff, even if it's, you know, a negative EV because, because yeah. there's just so much to be done. Like you, you might lose money on a coin and be like, oh, it doesn't matter. I'm going to get some Jupiter airdrop. But, you know, I might lose some money on this NFT. It doesn't matter. I'm going to get this Tensor in it, Tensor airdrop. Like <coughs> that's just the way it is. Um, so yeah, uh, you, I think you're going to continue to see that for a while. AVAX, I think, has a shot at doing that. You've seen that. I think it's cock uh, has gone up to 200 million. Is its main uh, the main meme coin on that, and it obviously has a decent a decent TVL there as well on DeFi protocols. Although it's a bit more seasoned, I think uh, the the main um, I think Trader Joe's is the main Dex on on what it was Trader Joe's. Is that what it's called? <laughs> yeah. That's so good. So you use Trader Joe's to trade cock, C-O-Q, like Mister. That's so good. <laughs> you know, they may have changed the name. I remembered the actual the other, serious people. Other Trader Joe's sued them. Um, oh my god, that is so good. Is the other decks on on Avax called like Whole Foods? Because that would be great. Like that, honestly, yeah. like. <laughs> But I people love will, people will play that. I think there's there's close to a billion, maybe over a billion TVL on Apex. Um yeah. because there's all they've had TVL on there ever since the, the Time Wonderland um <laughs> Ponzi. I had a, it's always been big I, for DeFi. So I had my friend George even my normie friend last night come over that I was mentioning on the show. He goes, Who is this um he, who is this Wizard of Soho guy that you, Mando, and all the boys follow? Uh, he's uh, he's pushing a lot of Avalanche coins right now. <laughs> I, was dying, dude. I was like, I was like, dude, oh my god! So yeah, Avax definitely hit the normie crowd or semi-normie, mind you. The the crypto curious, call them crypto curious crowd. They're definitely, uh, they're definitely into the. They definitely love uh, Avalanche. Um, one and, thing on, on AVAX, I've seen some people, I've seen some of these tweets, you guys have probably seen them too, where yeah. transaction costs still seem very high on Avalanche when it gets busy. Very, yeah. Very like they haven't really, that. it's actually not that cheap to use. So, um, yeah. Well, well that, the way was, right? AVAX, and this is happening on all the chains is that's where a lot of the inscriptions have been going on. It's something like 90% of all the transactions on EVM chains over the last few days have been inscriptions. 
90% have been this whole inscription wave that's happening, um, Wild. which is like ordinals on EVMs. And, and AVAX has borne the brunt of that. So I think, I think AVAX actually went deflationary because of the amount wow. of um, the I'll amount of inscription. On it, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of a wild thing. <laughs> Fees are very high on ADAX. Dude, we're burning a lot of ETH right now, by the way, Mando. Speaking of ultrasound money, uh, twenty-one thousand ETH in ten days. So we're back to full. Like we're, we're hitting all-time lows, I guess, in terms of ether and circulation, and all-time highs in terms of burn at the moment. Twenty-one thousand yeah, ETH burn. That's actually a very strong burn. Um, oh. That is a very strong burn. Look, the fundamentals for ETH are good. It's not that ETH is is bad. Um, it's bad. It just it's, for me, it's a relval thing. It's like these chains. There's just you can just make more money, so people are looking at them for all this other stuff, and uh, and they were just at, like different points in 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 the valuation span point. Like ETH for what two hundred and eighty billion versus punting around <laughs> injective or three billion. Like very easy to do. I I yeah. Uh, is she is she crying because of ETH? Is is <laughs> Is that what's going on? You mentioned ETH and the baby's just screaming from across the apartment. Don't, like, don't mention it. Don't, me don't say the E word. Not until Q1. Not until that, that the ETF sell the news events and we move back to like ETH DeFi. Like, don't mention it, okay? Or else the baby's going to be crying, okay? But if you go back to your baby and go, it's wearing your hat, and then the baby's going to be fine. You know, it's just, <laughs> I'm just playing. Anyways, last thing before I go to our gaming topics today, uh, Frozen Grapes is a, is a daily listener. He just said it is actually called Trader Joe and they actually got sued by the supermarket chain. So he's been staking Joe since day one since 769 days. He said it's Trader Joe Farouk and they actually got sued by the supermarket chain. <laughs> That's so I good. I won. I, mean, I know it got resolved, but I don't know if they won it. Like... So I remember seeing the headline now that you mentioned it. I remember the headline of Trader Joe suing the, the Dex or something. Uh, that, that is so good, man. Honestly, uh, there's even articles on, on Fortune from October 14th. Why the Trader Joe's lawsuit against a similarly named crypto firm may not be a slam dunk. Uh, and they're explaining why, why it, may not, it may not work out. But anyways, we have a few things happening on the gaming side here before we get into the, our, our partners today, uh, Nifty Island. But... Gaming, gaming, gaming. Yes, Sims. We're going to talk about gaming. Don't worry, baby. Uh, <laughs> but we have uh, Solana game Aurori, which you all uh, probably familiar with, uh, suffers $830,000 exploit, disables uh, their bridge. Uh, an exploit on Aurori's marketplace led to one user siphoning about 600,000 Ori tokens. The game's bridge is down while uh, the devs work on a fix. I mean, what a week it's been in crypto. I mean, how much money has gone to exploits over the last seven days? It, it's high. It, it's, it's just it's wild. Mindshare, but it's actually... Is I that bullet? I think I saw exploits are down quite a lot since 2022. I think there were some absolutely gigantic exploits in 2022, including the Ronin hack, which was hundreds of millions when when it got hacked um so i think you've seen some really and obviously ftx even got hacked i think when it went down right like someone just went in and just took a few billion um or a few hundred million yeah. so yeah there's 23 they are down but yeah you've seen some notable ones particularly in the nft space um or like the nft huh. and gaming space yeah, it looks like they're releasing a global patch. So if any one of you in the audience is uh is uh is involved so there was the executive producer 
said, uh, it was a race condition attack on our off-chain marketplace. Uh, the user was able to send several buy purchases requests simultaneously. Um, the seller received twice the amount and the buyer was debited only once. So um, in the grand scheme of things, I don't think it's a lot of money for them, but obviously, um, uh, obviously, uh, this is something that we don't like to see. In other gaming news here as well, uh, once again, improbable sells. Just to mention on Aurori, they mentioned, I think it's today or yesterday, yesterday, um, that they they do a game for Solana Mobile. So you're going to see this increasingly, like mobile games for the Solana Mobile from yeah. all these. Did you guys Solana buy it? We, I didn't buy it. No, it was gone. No, I wish I did. And I fumbled. So I was there and I was I went to buy it. And then what happened is it converted to CAD. And CAD is such a shit coin right now that it converted to $1,000. And as you may know, I lost my wallet in Miami. So I don't have credit cards at the moment. So I couldn't buy it. <laughs> I don't have a single credit card. Uh, I've been living on Vanessa's debit card until I receive my credit cards. <laughs> so and crypto, thankfully. Shout out to shout out shout out to the to the gift cards you can buy with crypto. I'm not gonna lie, that's been saving your boy. Uh, and so, because dude, it takes like two to three weeks to get a credit card here. You know, yeah. and I'm too lazy to go to the bank and get a debit card. Um, but anyways, that's another conversation for another day. Uh, but anyways, back on the on the game. But that's what happened to me. I really want one because I could see like a bunch. Did you guys see someone sold one for like five k on eBay? It's wild. Like this thing Dude, just like, popped. Like the amount of the amount of coins they may get is wild. Yeah, I don't understand why people weren't picking up on this earlier. But because I wasn't really involved in this one. No, like it's Bonk that made it like completely sell. I remember being. Well, even Jupiter said they might get involved. Like all the all the airdrops for the future. They might prioritize this phone, which would be. Dude, I need a phone. I need funny. to message one of the homies that like bought like twenty of them and just be like, "Yo, hook it up." Yeah, you know, like ship it. By the way, they haven't shipped yet. Apparently, I was seeing this all over the timeline. Uh, hopefully, your bunk is still worth more than the phone when it comes. But I think you're gonna get a lot. I remember talking to Raj two years ago on the phone. And he was like, "Yo, just he," and I didn't think he was serious. I'm on the phone with Raj, and I'm like, "He's like, would it be crazy if I dropped a phone, like a Solana phone?" And I was like, what the fuck? And then six months later, the guy drops the Solana phone. The whole timeline is memeing it. And a year later, this happens. Like what happened this weekend? And it's just so poetic. Like I just love like seeing things like this. And I find it incredible. He's going to come on the show, by the way. It's going to be a good one. We're going to have the founders of Solana come on and talk about everything going on right now. But anyways, in, in other um, uh, gaming news here, just so I can siphon through them. Improbable sells gaming venture for $97 million. Shares 2024 Metaverse predictions so uh so they sold um they sold what did they sell they sold their gaming venture the multiplayer group as a part of its venture strategy for 24 um nurturing and fostering uh ventures across sports web3 and fashion is at the heart of our philosophy and allows us to realize realize lasting value narula said uh, this deal is part of its venture strategy for 2024 and probably originally acquired mpg in 2019 for around 30 million pounds though so with inflation, that's pretty much 76 million pounds. Uh, I'm just kidding. But, you know, it's uh, it's uh, they sold that arm uh, now. So it's like things are starting to heat up uh, on the on the gaming side even more. I wouldn't be surprised if if uh, if within the next year, like you see a ton of big exits, like 25, 26 ish. Like I think all the big companies that we're talking about like this year or over the last year, like you're going to see them just get big exits. I don't know if you guys have much to say on the improbable side, but. Um, I thought it was uh, interesting that they sold their gaming venture uh, for uh, for that amount. And I guess 
brought it for 30. I think they did like a 3x on the trade. Like, mm, kind of yeah, two and a half. Yeah. Um, but yeah, look, I, they're going to crush it. I think you're going to, if rates continue on this route, you're going to see the VC market come back pretty strongly, I think. Um, so yeah, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised if you start to hear some crazy stories again from the VC side. Like we're not going to go back to zero percent rates, but um, even just a normalization again, uh, that that could really, you know, if you're a startup and you've managed to survive through the last two years, this is this is this is the time where you reap those rewards. I think. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's not bad. Look, thirty mil sold for seventy one mil pounds, little two and a half x. You know, in uh, in a couple of years, uh, not a bad trade here uh, from uh, Herman Narula, and uh, which, by the way, was one of our greatest episodes. If you go back to Spotify, we had him on. I think we should have him on again. And then last gaming news before I go to our partners today, Nifty Island. I see them on the Twitter space, but uh, Zagabon, Zagabon announces Shiro Labs is building out an internal game for Zuki. As uh, all great as and I quote Zagabon, all great IPs in the future must have some gaming presence in order to tell uh, better stories. Not sure what that means, but I know that I think last year they released some trailer for like Halumia or something like that, which a lot of people got excited about, which was their world or something. Then I was saying at the beginning of the space, like I think a few weeks ago, I saw LinkedIn, someone post like their LinkedIn screenshot of Sure Labs looking for a gaming dev or something. I don't know what it was. I think it's no surprise that all the PFP projects either become media companies or gaming studios. Like, like you see Campai. With by a big shout out to Icebags. By the way, sh- buying out a Rainy Studios was Chad move. I, I know we didn't cover that because we were hosting, but I don't want to give Josh a big shout there. But he's going full blown to Campai Media and dominating the UFC space and like the uh, combat sports with like karate combat and everything. And then you have like Pudgy, which has the media <laughs> arm almost because you see like how they're growing their media presence across Giphy and everything. But also they announced like they're like kind of like their world, the Pudgy world. Obviously, Board Ape Yacht Club went towards like gaming and now azuki going towards gaming and i think when you look at what dgos is doing and stuff it's more creator focused slash media too so and then obviously doodles had acquired wolf studios or whatever it was called i think a year or some ago so it's interesting right like it's really like the pfp the legacy pfp products have gone both ways and cool cats also going into mostly the media side of things right they they canceled the cooltopia and everything to really focus on the ip uh, of the blue cat. So it's been interesting to watch honestly all the legacy PFP projects just either pick the meter route or uh or the gaming route uh here, which I don't see many other routes to be honest, uh when it comes to uh when it comes to like profitable businesses and companies in, in the space, aside from uh from those two um or products, which is what's coming for you guys. By the way, when rec drinks, like when am I gonna be able to like sip on my little like pineapple lemonade, whatever the hell you're putting out, rec drink. I want we to try the We were supposed to have them for Miami, but we got some. We had some production delays, and then we were supposed to have manufactured them uh, in the on the week of Art Basel, but then we had some more delays. Um, but we, sh- yeah, I know. So we had to change a couple of things, but we should. We've, we're, we're I'd say we're like seventy five percent of the way there. Just the last bit we need to do, and hopefully we should get done. Um, I think in the first couple of weeks of January. So, um, you know, maybe NFT Paris is the first in February is the first event that we can have. Okay. Okay. Let's see it. Let's see it. Let's see it. I got to see, I like the adverts. I got to say like, they're they're pretty clean. They remind me of the old Porsche adverts, uh, with the bold font and the, anyways, um, they're really nice. Um, 
you know that's my shit. I love it. But anyways, so let's go. Let's move on to our last topic today. We do have uh, our partners Nifty Island on the on the Twitter space. I mean, you guys, you guys have been going. You guys have been around for a minute. You guys have been around for a minute. I remember. I think I joined the Nifty Island Discord. Like, fuck, man. Like 2021. How long? How long? How long did you guys launch that Discord? I think. Oh, a while ago. Good to be here, by the way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that would have been, I want to say, fall 2021. Right? Yeah. So we, yeah, no, we we have been around, and from the beginning, really, we've just been like digging in and this is what we've been building for is kind of this moment you know this mm -hmm. moment where gaming becomes obvious where every pfp project realizes they need a presence in gaming but it's a hell of a lift and it took two years I <laughs> so i remember i remember someone i forgot who it was i think it could have been d's like it's one of the homies but don't quote me on that yet was like yo join this discord these guys are gonna cook and I saw all the friends like join your Discord, so I joined it. I think I'm still in there. <laughs> and 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 full circle when I saw you in uh, in in Miami and you had this little thing with our our PFPs in there, I thought it was really cool. I was like, wow, like you know that the Nifty Island thing is is real and it's dropping and it's super cool. But before we get to you, because I know you're only on on Spaces with us, Charles, let me play the little one minute video that that you you posted and that a lot of you have probably seen over your timeline. Uh, yesterday, but let's play that for the for the people, and then let's get into the couple questions that I got ready for you here. I'm sorry. That's a gangster trailer. Wow. That that is a that is a pretty cool Did you guys recreate a Milady? Was that a Milady? By the way, who can name every single PFP in this trailer in the comments? Let's see if someone can name I think I can I think I can name all of them. Uh, it's pretty easy, right? Uh but uh but let's see who 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 recognizes every single PFP in this. Uh and let's play a little game in the YouTube comments and the and the and the and the Twitter comments at the bottom right. But Charles Talk to me. Talk to me. Give us maybe a little intro for those who may not be familiar, for those who weren't around two years ago when you all, you know, started developing Nifty Island. Like, talk to me. Give us a little background on yourself on Nifty Island. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks. Uh, and yeah, so I mean, I've been working in crypto for a long time. I kind of started more behind the scenes stuff, was working on some different DeFi projects. Uh, been in the space since like 2018 full time, but was pretty obsessed with it since 2016. And for me, the thing that's always motivated me is trying to figure out like what's the killer consumer form factor that's going to make crypto something that people just find irresistible where people look back and they're like, damn, I can't imagine using the internet without this. 
Uh, and so for me, when NFT started picking up, I was just trading CryptoPunks, like, you know, kind of uh, just participating in that way. And my co-founder and I had this thought that we were like, okay, there's got to be a sort of open gaming platform that all NFTs can feed into, much like they feed into Discord, X, OpenSea, and Blur. So an open platform where they can all bring their community in, people can make money, win prizes, play great games, and uh, share that content on social media. And we, you know, we raised, I think it was 20, you know, I know what it was, it was 20 million in the year 2021. We put that to work and been building since with a dedicated team. We're now launching January 17th. And yeah, I think uh, the trailer is a fraction of the effort that's gone into the you know project over the past two years. So mm-hmm. we're trying to shock you guys with the game uh, as much as we have with the trailer, if not more. Look, the trailer's great. And and I love when there's obviously something behind the trailer, but you know, you guys have been doing this for a minute now uh, over at Nifty Island. So, and by the way, what, what, for those of you who are still on video, I'm just like kind of like sharing the uh, the Nifty Island uh, Twitter account and whatnot for you guys to see. So this is this really cool. So you start cri- trading CryptoPunks. I love that. I love that background. Uh, so it, it does make sense if it was like Fungi or like these that told me about you first, uh, then it, it really adds up. But a lot of stuff has happened. Uh, since uh, since 2021, but what what makes uh what makes you guys different, right? Like obviously you heard it. Like three of our five topics this morning were gaming, <laughs> and that's not because we're like only trying to talk about gaming, but it's really like what's mostly at the heart of everything and something that we've been really bullish on for over a year now here. But like, what makes you guys different from uh from 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 other people? Yeah, appreciate that. Yeah, so for us, there's a ton of gaming projects out there now, and. Most of them are ultimately, I think they're great, but they're ultimately kind of operating more as walled gardens where you have like, say, a game and there's some NFTs tied to it. Maybe there's an interesting play to earn kind of mechanic, but essentially the game's a closed system. We're trying to make a game that radically leverages the kind of this big open ledger that we're all hanging out on. Mm. So that means all the communities that are out there across multiple chains can come in and uh, and rent, be rendered as avatars, play, compete for prizes, post their own prizes on the game, create content, uh, et cetera. So for us, it's really like about leveraging radical openness and trying to make a game that feels like nothing else, something totally different. That's the goal. That's where we're trying to get to, is to do something where you know, Web3 makes the game feel totally different. And our hope is that the, sort of the way crypto catches on is, People are having so much fun and experiences like these that people can't can't ignore this space, you know, any longer uh, for those who have been, right? So for us, it's the radically open nature of it. It's an open gaming platform. Every NFT community, every creator can leverage, and it's going to have some powerful incentives behind it that I think really haven't been tried. There's no, we haven't done a pre-launch token. We're doing a play to airdrop campaign. It's going to be something different. Okay, that's pretty cool. I mean, I'm seeing on the website, you have the Zookies, Bored Apes. Clones, cats, cyber Kongs, forgotten runes, pudgies, utes, and obviously you have more uh, coming up soon. And it seems like you've really worked hard to develop this game. So you're going to be able to. So how does it work, right? It says create an island, share it, and uh, and uh, and and earn. So I guess like I, I definitely want to talk about like the details of like play to airdrop campaigns just talked about. But first, I kind of want to ask you like. What made you want to build all this, right? It's obviously a big undertaking and you're involving a lot of communities, getting a lot of traction and a lot of attention around what you guys are building and have built. Like what what's the what's the why behind all of this? Why'd you want to build this? Yeah. So I guess, you know, like for me, it's uh you can I mean, you can make money in the space just trading, right? Like yes. that's the that is the best way to spend your time if you just want that. And and I do some of that, you know, I'm not like into it heavy all the time. I kind of go in and out. 
but and that's that's fine. Uh, and it's you know it's, it can be a lot of fun for me. Like what we really want to do is I just for whatever reason I have it stuck in my head that I want to figure out how to make consumer products with crypto that just feel like they're kind of on another level. Like I feel like the space has always had that potential to deliver consumer products where people look at it and like, damn, this is just totally different. This is insane. This has this intense community to it. Um, this is more fun, more lucrative, et cetera. And I just look at crypto. There's just all these pieces lying around and I want to try and assemble them into something really killer. I just kind of just want to do that for whatever reason. And I love games and I like crypto. That's pretty much it. Uh, you know, I just enjoy it. Wow. No, I love that. There's definitely a, definitely a lot of excitement around what you guys are building. 407,000 views on the trailer the other day. That's it. That is absolutely crazy. And so tell me more about this campaign, right? Play, play to airdrop. I think these are these are key words right now that people love hearing, <laughs> especially in this market, Charles. But tell me more about this play to airdrop campaign because you guys are definitely making a big push and a lot of noise in the space right now. Yeah, so... The thing for me is I, I look at it and, and I think like we learned a lot from how NFTs work, right? Like people enjoy these big mints with a reveal and, uh, and and those have a lot of power. And I think they've worked really good for seeding new communities. I think in gaming, we've maybe learned a little too heavily from NFT PFP projects where a lot of projects are kind of just mimicking what we saw with PFPs and doing it for gaming, where you end up doing some sale of an asset ahead of the game launch. And then people are kind of hanging around being like, okay, when's the game going to ship? And as we all know, sometimes when things ship, it's actually really bearish, right? Because yes. people are like, oh no, you know, it's the dream is over. Uh, yeah. So the, we're, I'm more inspired in a lot of ways by, by DeFi in this way, where when we looked at like, we were, you know, many of you, you know, everyone up here was, was there, right? So like when we looked at the launch of like Yearn or or Aave, Uniswap, et cetera, all of these like interesting token incentive programs that people did to bootstrap uh, a user base. So the Play to Airdrop campaign is inspired by that. It's going to be, the, we, we will have this token that's coming. There's going to be some details coming out on it tomorrow. And um, and basically, players are going to be able to earn, the, earn points towards this token by playing the game and sharing really actively. And so this is our attempt to like bootstrap a player base emerge as Web3's main game world and uh, and really try to like push NFTs forward. That's that's the goal. And and really, so it's very much inspired by DeFi. And it's about kind of a bit of a fair launch that lets players who have cool NFTs and who want to put time into the game, uh, you know, be early. So if someone's listening right now and wants to get involved, like, like for example, everybody surf on the YouTube link is asking free to play or paywall. Like, how does someone get involved with you right now if they want to play? Yeah, so 100% free to play. Uh, that's been big. There's no that. scarce land. Dude, dude, no that. scarce land. It's over. It's over for land. Uh, it's over for land. He called it here. You heard it. <laughs> Charles, the founder, co-founder of NFTSA, says over for your land, for your scarce land. <laughs> He's declaring war on everyone. But Charles, like, tell me more. Tell me more. How does someone right now, like if someone wants to get involved with you, what's the first thing they, can, they need to do? Yeah, yeah. So... First thing they need to do, I mean, this is going to sound simple, right? You should be in the Discord. You should follow us on Twitter. Ever, it's, this isn't like a coming in, you know, 2025, Q3, something, something. January 17th, it all rolls out, and it's going to be really clear what you can do to participate. So for now, you got to follow along and join the Discord. And then I'll say, too, the little bit of alpha I can give here, this is something I've said publicly. I'm trying to be disciplined about how we say this stuff. But if you look at the trailer and just... Like, think about the concept of the trailer a little bit. Think about what you're seeing mm -hmm. unfold. There is some alpha baked into the trailer. Wait, hold on. What? 
There's like if you think of what what was what yeah, if you look at the story, like what's the basic story being conveyed? You know, you guys can have a look. There's there is everything that's in there is in there for a reason. Hmm. Hmm. Is that the most cryptic alpha of all time? I mean, I'm just look. I'm just playing the trailer, honestly, on silence. But I'm uh, what's alpha being conveyed that they're all fighting for one gold thing? No, I don't know. Okay, that that you might be onto something there. Like they're all trying to get to the top of the island. That's obviously a story being conveyed, but they kind of help each other up. Like you have that like Azuki that like threw the penguin up, <laughs> landed on his face in the grass, <laughs> which is hilarious. Uh, interesting. Okay, there's definitely something to win or aspire for. It's like this cup. This I don't know. I don't know. There's something there. There's let's see if something the people, there. Let's see if the comments can figure it out. We'll Let, have the yeah, king of the hill. Some Kamikaze says king of the hill. That's definitely big King of the Hill vibes here uh, that I'm getting. Um, okay. I'm excited because I remember seeing y'all like in, in two years ago, like I said, being on the show, I'm, I'm, I'm dead serious. It's nothing to do with you guys being partners on the show. And then when I was told by the team that you guys would be on here and when I saw you in, um, it was you that I saw, right? In Miami at the R house? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was a pleasure, man. That and was a pleasure. when I saw you, I was like, I was like, well, you know, it's really cool. I love that they actually went back and built something and it's it's finally ready to come, you know. And, you know, I was, I think earlier this year, I was like, don't be surprised if you see a lot of 2021 builders resurface because they've been building for two years. And like a lot of things is actually going to drop in 23 and 24 and 25, right? A lot of things are actually going to come out. Like a lot of, the, a lot of us, us included and you guys, but I've actually been building for the last two years, right? So, uh, 100%. so it takes time. It takes time. But listen, Charles, what's uh, what's the best way for anyone here to to? I mean, obviously follow Nifty Island. They're on the Twitter Spaces right now. Nifty underscore Island. I think everybody here knows how to spell it. But be careful with the links and everything. Um, the beta opened yes two days ago, right? So do you want to? So maybe, the the yeah. beta opens seventeenth uh, of January. So we basically oh, today sorry. were or it was yesterday. No, no, no problem, no problem. So yes, yesterday we announced that the game is coming in full. Like it's gonna be a full-fledged release, not like a teaser, not a tutorial kind of trial. It's a full open beta with a play to airdrop campaign that starts January seventeenth. So uh, that's that's the date to watch for sure. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. So definitely pay attention to everything these guys are building because that's a serious team. That's really really cool stuff. I know you're getting a lot of support from all the creators, a lot of a lot of founders, and of course, running a great campaign with a lot of uh, with a lot of really dope people. So um absolutely uh love to see that and uh and best of luck with everything you got coming up today and charles and thank you for partnering with us and hopefully we got some more stuff coming hopefully we got Hell some yeah. more stuff coming listen i saw something in miami i saw something in miami on your phone so i i'm excited for that i'm excited for that you know i'll say more but i thought it was really cool so i appreciate you charles 100 100 percent. it's been a pleasure thanks for having me thank you sir all right all right well that wraps up a great episode 26 of FOMO Hour on Rug Radio. Hopefully we'll have a whole bunch of topics to talk about tomorrow. I mean, we're not, we're definitely not short of topics anymore, y'all. We're definitely uh, not short of topics at all. Someone's saying wind palms, palms, palm, Patrick Dantico on there. Palm, 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 palm. Anyways, it uh, looks like a lot of people, ex ah, palms, ah, and it says, yeah, they're getting it. Ah, okay, hold on. Ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, it's all coming together. Okay. Okay. Uh, you know, see, there's a lot of smart people in the space, so I'll just leave it up to them to, like, decrypt all this stuff, and then we're going to figure it out uh, collectively, and then we're all going to cook it. All right? So you'd love to see. But anyways, Charles, thank you so much for coming here today. Ovi, Mando, I'm going to see you all tomorrow morning, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Standard Time. 10.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time for the episode of FOMO Hour on Rogue Radio. Let's go.
go.